Hey there, podcast listeners. Welcome to Talking Wealth, the show where the Wealth Within team are on hand to teach you how to become a more confident, competent, and more importantly, profitable trader or investor. Wealth Within was voted number three for Stock Market Podcast Globally in 2018, so I hope you enjoy listening. We cover topics from trading to investing, as well as wealth creation to ensure you can achieve your financial goals. Because as we always say, lifestyle matters. As a global leader in stock market education, you can fast track your journey towards financial freedom by studying with Wealth Within. If you'd like more information about our government accredited courses or to listen to more Talking Wealth podcasts, head over to the Wealth Within website and click on the News and Media tab. Everyone knows that investing in the stock market is about building wealth, but how do you find the best stocks to invest in? Now, each of us have our own method for how to pick stocks to invest in, with some relying on hot tips, while others use professionals or stock tipping reports, and some people just like the company because they use their products. There are also those who apply time-consuming analysis, while for others it's like throwing a dart at a dartboard and hoping for the best. Most people seek out recommendations from others because they lack the required knowledge and skill and confidence to do it themselves. But this needn't be the case. When selecting stocks to buy, you need to ensure they align with the goal of your portfolio, whether that be growth or income or a combination of both. When I presented on Sky Business News, people would often call in to ask whether they should buy a particular stock or continue holding a stock they had recently bought. When asked this question, I would always respond by asking why they were looking at the stock in the first place. Now, unfortunately, I would receive a myriad of answers, but none of them mentioned that the stock aligned with their investment goals. Rather, it appeared that most took the scattergun approach as to how to pick stocks to invest in. But if you have ever visited a financial advisor, you will know that they usually select a fund based on your investment goals and the risk you're willing to take. And this process is no different when identifying stocks to include in your portfolio. Your goals will be influenced by many things including your income, the size of your family and your current wealth. But irrespective, the question you should be asking yourself to determine which stocks are suitable for you include... How long do I want to invest for? How much money do I require to achieve my goals? What returns do I expect? What level of risk will I feel comfortable with? How much capital gain am I willing to risk for the opportunity to make higher returns? And most importantly, is what I decide to invest in going to allow me to sleep at night? Because it's far better to sleep than to be worried about how your investments are performing, particularly if you choose to invest in stocks outside the top 150 by market capitalization. So let's look at four factors you could consider when picking stocks to invest in. Firstly, if you are trading over the medium to long term and your investment goal is for growth and income, then look for stocks that pay a dividend yield of 3% or higher. The dividend yield is simply the income you receive from holding the stock, expressed as a percentage of the stock's current market price. Typically, when looking for stocks, I don't recommend you invest on dividends alone. This is because the stock must represent good value first and foremost in terms of capital gains. In other words, 
you should look for undervalued stocks that are likely to achieve good solid growth in terms of capital gains and a good income from dividends. Secondly, the stock should have a low price earnings or PE ratio. The potential for a company's share price to rise and fall depends on how fast its earnings are expected to grow. Therefore, the PE ratio provides investors with an indication of the prospects of the company. A low PE ratio compared to other stocks in the sector or index suggests that the stock is undervalued and a good buy. Inversely, a high PE ratio indicates that the stock is overvalued and should be sold. But this method does have its limitations because the published PE is based on the previous year's earnings, which is an historical measure rather than a projected measure of the performance of the company. Therefore, while the PE is important, I would suggest that the earnings per share, or EPS, is more so. So the third factor to consider is stocks with double-digit EPS growth. In simple terms, the EPS indicates the profitability of the company. Obviously, you want to see a company deliver results, as this leads to the stock's price rising. If the EPS is consistently increasing, it suggests that the company is well-managed. You also want to look at the projected EPS to see whether the growth of the company and therefore the growth of the share price is expected to continue. Therefore, you would be comparing the current EPS against the one and two year forecasted EPS. Do not get bogged down in detail. If you find a stock has a good dividend yield and a history of delivering good EPS growth, but it does not have a low PE ratio, I would still place this on your watch list. Similarly, if a stock has a high PE, it pays little or no dividend, but the stock price is rising, I would still place this on your watch list, as this could indicate a good growth stock. Now, the fourth factor to consider is that you want to see the stock trending up for at least three months. An uptrend is not confirmed until the stock has been rising with consistently higher highs and lows for more than three months, which represents 12 or more bars on a weekly bar chart. While this statement is not flawless, it does provide you with a starting point from which you can analyse the strength of a stock. You may even look for stocks that have surpassed their all-time high price, as these are likely to exhibit less resistance and therefore more likely to continue to rise. In saying that, the stock does not have to be above its all-time high to be considered a good stock to buy, but this is valuable to know. So there you have it, my four steps for how to pick the best stocks to invest in. Now that you understand this, I encourage you to spend time identifying stocks to suit the goal of your portfolio. In my latest book, Accelerate Your Wealth, It's Your Money, Your Choice, I outline these strategies in more detail, as well as a whole lot more so that you can be armed with the right strategies to select the best stocks to invest in. My book is available at all good bookstores and online in the investment shop at wealthwithin.com.au. Thanks for listening. This podcast is brought to you by Wealth Within, a global leader in stock market education. For more information on our courses or to listen to more Talking Wealth podcasts, head over to the Wealth Within website and click on the News and Media tab.